0: Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good.
1: Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I am Adam Busher and he's got 99 problems, but Lost Ain't One. Let's hear it for Jay-Z Russell. And also with you. <laughs> Jay-Z. Oh, it's JP. I wrote that down wrong. My bad. You've gotten that wrong for years. Sorry about that. Uh, Before we get started, JP, I wanted to ask you if you'd heard the good news. No, Adam. What's the good news? The good news about our Lord and Savior, Mr. Echo. Today, we are talking about the 23rd (laughs) Psalm. I'm so (laughs) effing excited. (laughs) This is a really good episode. Uh, The 23rd Psalm is the 10th episode of Season 2, the 35th episode of Lost overall. Our centric character is everybody's... Second favorite Tailey behind Goodwin, Mr. Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Goodwin. The 23rd song takes place on the 50th day after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Uh, JP, yeah. gi- give us the recap. The 23rd Psalm. Why is this the first time we're seeing the phenomenal
0: Mr. Echo? There's three goddamn Anna Lucia episodes in this ding-dang show we're just now getting around to Mr. Echo? In the 23rd Psalm, <laughs> we explore the troubled history of Mr. Echo, and during the whole emotional journey he has to go through, we still have to deal with Charlie's smack addiction. <laughs> For some reason, everyone on the beach loves Sawyer now. For obvious reasons, everyone on this podcast does not. The Smoke <laughs> Monster gets his SAG credit, and Michael uses the most up-to-date version of Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Season 2, Episode 10, The 23rd Psalm. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Yahoo Answers. Yeah. <laughs> when, when this airs in eight months, people will be like, what? what? Um, We have a guest again. <laughs> we have <laughs> the
2: wonderfully talented
0: Mike Trailer. Welcome to the show, Mike.
2: Hello. How's everyone doing?
1: Uh, pretty good now. Better now that you're here. Yeah, right. Feels good. To <laughs> you. Feels good to finally uh, connect with you because we've been uh we we tried to get you on as a guest a few episodes ago. Uh, life in <laughs> quarantine, uh, the tail end of the quarantine or the middle of the quarantine, however you want to frame it. Uh, it's a whirlwind, man.
2: <laughs> Who knew? Who knew living through a once in a lifetime pandemic would actually suck. <laughs>
0: Well, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, first and foremost, uh, like to to ask people: Are you a fan of Lost? Is, have you uh, watched the show before? Is this their first time seeing it? What's your history with Lost?
2: I uh, I have been a fan of of Lost. I let's see. I started watching Lost like live as it was airing in season three. I think Lost might have been like the first Netflix DVDs. That I got when I opened my account the first season <laughs> came and went and everyone was all like oh well, this is the other block flat <laughs> So I figured all right let's let's see what this thing is about I'll give it a spin so I Netflix the first season and I was like oh no I have to watch the second season before the third season starts airing so <laughs> like I I'm fresh out of college at this point I can afford rent groceries sometimes (laughs) and gas like you know to get to and from work yeah and so one evening i'm like all right no, i gotta i gotta scoop up uh lost season two on dvd before the third season airs (laughs) so i can get caught up so i can just you know roll with the rest of society right sure um so so i did and burned through season two in something like 10 days Um, (sighs) nice very nice (laughs) and and then I'd watch the rest of the series, you know, live as it was airing.
0: By by quarantine standards of binge, though, that's, that's that's like freshman l- level. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah, <laughs> now, you're now you're up Let's to like real.
1: three seasons in a day. So you rode with Lost Live uh, starting uh, season three all the way through the end. Did you get together and do like a like a lost uh, like a finale party or anything like that? Did you have a crew that you were watching the show with at the time? Or what Or is this a solo mission?
2: Yeah, no. So at the end of uh, by the end of the series, I had moved into a house with a few other guys who like it was the house in our social circle where like. We would host everyone's birthday parties and whatnot. So I moved into a situation where we had lost nights. Oh, there so we go. So th- mm-hmm. it wasn't an option. T- tell us a little bit about uh, what you do for a living, Mike. Uh, so I, I work in television. Uh, I'm a music editor. I work in post. The way I like to explain it is a music team on a show usually consists of a composer, a music supervisor, and a music editor. The composer uh, will write your original music for whatever the series is. The music supervisor will acquire the licenses to any music that already exists in the world that needs to go in the show. And then I'm the funnel that all of that music goes through to get married to picture.
1: That sounds so much more complicated than what I do. (laughs) That's also as uh, as uh, somebody who works in television and not in post. That's a super. That's the best way anybody's ever explained how the music part of the show works. That's that's very good. good. I mean, this
2: is this is not the first time I've had to explain what my job is.
1: fantastic well i uh
0: very excited to hear your thoughts on the music for this episode because i don't think we've had anybody that's really ever touched on that
2: before so you know what's wild is i'm gonna be terrible for that perfect
0: (laughs) we're terrible hosts for this show so you're gonna fit right in
2: if i'm watching a show and i have commentary on the music they
1: did a terrible job that's fair that's totally fair uh cool well uh so why don't we talk about lost then um yeah, let's do it. Ready? Uh, the twenty third Psalm originally aired on January eleventh, two thousand six. It was written by Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof and directed by Matt Earl Beasley. We, of course, all recognize Carlton Cuse from his work on The Adventures of Briscoe County, Jr., (sighs) and, of course, Damon Lindelof from the smash NBC hit Crossing Jordan. I want to talk real quick about Matt Earl Beasley, though. Matt Earl Beasley was a second assistant director on Big Trouble in Little China. He was the first assistant director on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, one of my favorite Christmas movies, and he was also the first assistant director on Hard Rain. (laughs) <laughs> oh my <God>. oh dip <laughs> he has directed an absolute shitload of television uh a- including a bunch of stuff for the csi franchise i met matt earl while he was directing an episode of csi miami <laughs> and i have firsthand experience he is a pretty cool dude <laughs> nice let's get him on the show uh- <laughs> i'm 100 sure he is already busy directing three different episodes of television this year like the man works and he's awesome. he's a joy to be around uh, a friend of mine
0: from work and i tried to make hard rain the musical and uh, <laughs> we got as far as morgan freeman's song we just want the money and we stopped after that so <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just want the money you can have the money <laughs> Uh, so we kick it off, uh, the beginning of the episode, um, it starts clearly with a flashback because this is not the island. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> of course the the colorists had to had to do the thing where they're like, "Oh, it takes place in Africa, sepia tone, everything. Everything's red clay, right?" Right. Yeah. Africa.
1: There's nothing else. We we got a scene of some boys playing soccer, um, just kicking the ball around. It's Saturdays it's for the boys. Um, and uh, some militants just roll up in a in a pickup truck and they uh, round up the kids. And they beat a priest. And uh, in case you weren't sure uh, what sort of uh, side these guys are, gonna, these guys are bad guys. Um, yeah, real bad dudes. I mean, can
2: you really tell
1: though from the scene?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. In case it wasn't entirely clear whether what their motivations are, they 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 grab a little boy out of the the, the rounded up uh, villagers here, uh, and they they hand him a pistol a little little boy too not like one of the big kids like a little boy this kid's what eight nine ten maybe and they hand him a pistol and he's just like and they're and then they grab an old man out of the out of the the collected villagers and they're like hey little kid shoot this man i really did not enjoy this scene
0: I mean, it's super well done, and that's why I didn't enjoy it. It's, I mean, it's fucking dark, uh, right? Like, it's hard to
1: watch. Yeah, but so, like, so this little kid, he's, like, um, he's trying to piece it together, and we don't know what's going to happen to this kid if he doesn't do it, but we don't get a chance to find out because a, a bigger kid from the group comes out, just takes the pistol from him, and shoots this old man. Just cold as ice. Yeah. And it, instantly,
0: you, you understand why. I mean, right. you don't see, like, hate in the kid's eyes. You understand, I'm doing this so that my little brother doesn't have to right like
2: right it's so much up is said without
0: right without having to say it it's it's a
1: very well crafted scene yeah it's the it's the the falling on the grenade thing it's like this this person here his life is more important than mine and i'm ready to give mine up so his continues and so i mean yeah you get you get right from the jump there's a lot of questions throughout the episode of like is echo evil does he have a soul all that stuff but like this is a selfless thing that Echo that we first see Echo the first thing we see Echo do is probably one of the most selfless things that a person can do is to give their life for somebody else. And in doing so he gets taken by the
0: bad dudes in the pickup truck cuz they're like, "Oh, this this kid, he doesn't hesitate. He's a killer." We're
1: taking this one with well, us. It's going to take way less convincing than the the little guys. So right. here we go. Uh, I was, they, they yank off of uh, his uh, his cross uh, necklace and, and just say, you're not going to need that anymore. And it's you know, it's true. Like if you had any belief before, like the, 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 whatever these motivations for this cold blooded murder is now. You your your path is no longer down a path where you're gonna need this cross necklace. <laughs> right.
0: I mean that th- just that tells us everything we need to know. Like we can jump forward in time now. And we we already know the story. Like right, yeah, he ends up in a real bad situation and becomes a person that he wasn't supposed to be.
1: So from there, we cut to uh, cut to the beach, um, and we see Echo and a Claire. Uh,
0: he's just trying to carve into his fucking stick or whatever and Claire's
1: got to come up and be like, son's
0: <laughs> name is Aaron.
1: The brother of Moses.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I know JP, you don't like Claire. I'm glad that she was here because it means that Aaron's here. <laughs> and Aaron uh, is the the jumping off point for the duality of Echo. Like we, we just saw Echo as a child, as, you know, maybe a 14, 13, 14, 15 year old boy prepared to kill somebody to save his brother. But now here Echo is and we don't know hardly anything about Echo on, on the show here, but like, he know, he knows the story of Moses and Aaron and Adewale, uh the way he, s- he tells this story is so like comforting. Throughout this episode, he has
0: like, first of all, his eyes and specifically his eyelashes are out of control. So when he, he does like the Michael Caine thing where it's like, I'm not going to blink while I'm talking, even though he does blink. But just he has this intensity about him in his performance, even when he's not necessarily trying to be intense he's having a very uh, friendly casual conversation with Claire but there's still this like he's coming at you at a 10 mm. but in a very <laughs> subtle way and it's like holy shit alright yeah I'm gonna listen to whatever my man's a saying cause I'm captivated by it every word that's coming out of his skull I
2: mean today. yeah he took his first life at like 14 so he's got one speed <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no doubt i killed a priest i can i can handle this little australian lady and her weird turnip baby
1: (laughs) the 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 big payoff of this scene is uh, we get to the end (laughs) basically claire's just here to deliver information to echo uh that charlie has been uh he's like she's like you got to talk to charlie he's religious too he has a virgin mary
2: (laughs) i kind of buy it though because if i'm remembering right because okay this episode when i watched it to to discuss it This is the first episode of Lost that I've watched in years. (laughs) So I'm kind of on an island here. But if I'm remembering right, we're kind of in the same boat that Claire is. It's like, who's this dude? He seems kind of intense. And like, I am hungry for information about him. So I kind of want to just like plunk down next to him and absorb what he is about.
0: Speaking of Lost on Lost, we cut to lock on lock. Uh, Johnny Lock changing the locks on the gun safe. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wow, you're doing a lot right there. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Uh,
1: this, yeah, a, a real a real quick cut to uh, yeah, lock changing the combo on the uh, on the gun safe. Uh, and then Michael wandering in. Um and trying to be like, I definitely don't want a gun right now. <laughs> I mean, unless you're giving out guns. <laughs> yeah.
2: Unless you're giving me what I'm
1: here. To the
2: interns each get their own Glock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought this was where the icy machine was. I guess I'll take a gun. <laughs> <All> icy <right. laughs> machine's broken, but I just cleaned all of our pistols. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah,
0: and uh, he has a little exchange with, with John and... Uh, Old old Johnny Locke uh, is pretty wise to what's going on. He kind of figures that uh, Michael's thinking about doing something reckless, but also kind of casually recognizes that he knows he's not going to be able to stop him. Right. Cut to Charlie singing.
1: God, so bad. Like, I rewound (laughs) this like two or three times because I was like, that doesn't sound like any kink song I've ever heard. (laughs)
0: yeah and it's i was also in my notes i'm like is charlie on drugs or is he just always this annoying i don't
1: know (laughs) like this is why he was backup vocals in dry shaft because there's no (laughs) way he can front a fucking rock band
0: yeah if any of our listeners speak korean um i would love to know what jin is saying to him because he's like pantomiming something about like it looks like a cigarette and he's just kind of like what the i (laughs) he has this look on his face like i I wish I was alone right now. Like, <laughs> I wish I was alone on this island. Uh, and I would love to know what uh, what he's saying to Charlie, but Charlie's just kind of uh, yammering at him.
1: I mean, this is obviously like a little bit of a, a comic relief scene here. <laughs> like, because Charlie, Charlie's fake translating. It's like, oh, you're absolutely right, Jin. I do have a beautiful voice. Like, I mean, at least Charlie's not doing that thing that other people do to Jin where... They just shout at him in English. Right. Too. <laughs> oh, you mean that thing that Americans do?
2: Right. To <laughs> do speakers of other languages? Yeah,
1: exactly. So, Hello? <laughs> do you understand?
0: No. Uh, and then we hear glass break and the stone cold theme start. And Mr. Echo <laughs> is fucking booking it across the beach. And he's just walking. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it's such an intimidating
1: walk. This is the first time I've really, like, seen him, like, on a full body shot as far as I can remember. He's wearing dress slacks and dress shoes, like. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like, you do. (laughs) Just, like, on the, like, if it were me and I only had a pair of dress shoes, like, they'd be gone. Like, if I was on the beach, if I was on a trap, then I was like, I don't need these anymore. Mr. Echo,
0: do not give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: Mr. Echo is the honey
0: badger of footwear. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah, just make note of that. That's the name of this episode.
1: <laughs> it's uh, he's stomping in because there's a fallout from his conversation with Claire where she was like, um hey, Charlie's got this Virgin Mary statue, and he's and that that trips his you know, sends a flag up for him. He's like, What Virgin Mary statue? And he's like, So there this is sort of like the a little bit of the mystery of the of the episode. Why does Echo know about this, and what? Why is he so freaked out about it? Like, there's
2: the conceit that we kind of just, I guess, give into as the audience of like, there's weird coincidences happening on this island. Oh, but yeah. For the character, of all the Virgin Mary statues <laughs> in all the gin joints <laughs> in all the world, <laughs> this is the one that fell out of the plane that my brother was on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And we had to give drugs to this insufferable prick. <laughs> <laughs> the, and the best part about this is he comes over there and he and you know he basically demands take me take me to the to where you found this, and it would have been. I would have loved to just like see Echo just grab Charlie by the scruff of his neck and fucking drag him out to the tree line, like because <laughs> this is the verbal version of that. This is like <laughs>
0: right, yeah, because Charlie's trying to do everything he can to just like oh yeah we'll we'll do it tonight or we'll do it tomorrow oh well yeah we gotta go talk to Claire first. It's it's kind of like every time Saeed has a conversation with somebody like he's an adult and they're a child just trying to be like oh, I don't know what happened to the cookies. Uh, it's like no.
1: Charlie, we're going to go do this right now, whether yep. you like it or not. Right. It's like you're obviously not doing anything important. Jin is doing yeah. all the fishing, and you are just fucking around like a fuckwit. Right. <laughs> Productivity on the fishing
0: operation will go up without you here.
2: <laughs> He's just singing the kinks, running up the music budget of this episode.
0: oh <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Uh cut to
1: um back a drug to, deal. Yep, back to back to the uh back to the flashbacks. Um Echo's all grown up and he is a full blown gangster now. <laughs> that sleeveless trench coat that he's wearing. <laughs> Motherfuck, that is cool. It's <laughs> a fucking look. I mean,
0: I couldn't pull it off because I don't have shoulders like that. Right. Holy fuck.
2: I mean, it would be worth doing all the shoulder presses in the world Yeah. <laughs> off that
0: outfit. <laughs> You're still not going to. You're still not going to. There's not enough. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Echo, um, uh, again, we, d- we just flash forward and we know how things have played out. Um, he was raised by some not great dudes mm-hmm. uh, and he has become not a great
1: dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing a deal with some guys that are trying to offload some heroin. Yeah, we're not really told how this heroin got here, why these guys have this heroin here. But Echo expounds to them and us the audience what the score is here there is only one way to get to smuggle anything out of the country because the borders of the country are are completely controlled by the military you have two options a, a un aid flight or a catholic missionary flight <laughs> And that's it those are the options he also says that there's no there's like no market for it or oh oh yeah you can't sell heroin here nobody would buy it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I kind of had, I was like, that doesn't sound right. And I I was like, uh, in 2004, uh, on the continent of Africa, it was 7% of all global, uh, heroin consumption. So like not
1: nothing. And I and here's the thing I've seen the wire. Uh, you can sell heroin anywhere. Like right. everybody, like not everybody will buy heroin, but somebody will buy heroin no matter where it is. <laughs> Echo apparently has a rep for not having a soul. Yeah, yeah. like that's how bad his life has been. Is, is that this dude who is clearly not from around here, is like, oh, I guess you do. They were right about you or whatever. You don't have a soul. And I was like, holy fuck, that is some hold shit for even like a bad dude to say to another bad dude that's like right. you
0: know he swindles him a little bit on the on the deal he's like you know I'm gonna take this pro- for probably way less than it's worth but I know you gotta offload it Uh, the guy calls him soulless and then he fucking call of duty double kill streak <laughs> knifes yeah. on both with one swipe and I'm just like he did that with such confidence I have to assume that's not the first time he's
1: double knifed <laughs> some guys
2: practice makes perfect.
1: Yeah. Like you got like what do you think bo- Echo's body count is at this point in his life? Uh, a, a, a million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he but he's got scruples. Uh he waves off his dudes from uh shooting this kid who's at this heroin deal for whatever reason. Um but they and he's like I'm going to let you live. You go tell everybody that Echo let you live. Mr. Echo yeah. let you live. And so like mm-hmm. so he's so he's got some, you know, they're there's got to be a, despite the fact that this dude thinks he's soulless. I mean, like, he's got to have a, a, at least a fraction of a soul. He's not just going to murder this kid for no good right. reason. So. That it, that's
2: got to be, like, for me, top three lines from the series.
1: <laughs>
2: Tell them I let you live. Tell them Mr. Echo let you
1: live. So good. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it's so cold. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and and I've said this in the, in the podcast before. Um Mr. Echo has the coolest, coolest name on the show. Like, hands down.
0: Like Absolutely.
1: In in a show full of, like, 80% just, like, normal folk name. And then, like, uh, you know, 10% of them are just named after philosophers for whatever reason. Um, (laughs) Mr. Echo is such a fucking cool
2: name. (laughs) The first people we meet in the series are Jack and Kate. Jack. And Kate. then Mr. Echo. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's wrecking the curve. Yeah. Oh,
1: we come back to the beach from here. Um <laughs> Claire is mad at Charlie. Um with good reason in my opinion. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. He's back on the horse. Why do you have heroin? Aren't you a drug addict? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know Sad I had heroin.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's oh boy, that sure is a coincidence, Charlie, that you didn't know that you had heroin inside the statue you've been carrying around everywhere.
1: <laughs> there was heroin in that old marmalade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did Matt Scale say? I'm plum pickled.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. So, okay, I love Charlie in this show, but Opie as Charlie is, I think, the only way that it gets me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um cut cut to uh John Locke being a dad again <laughs> right. with with Michael showing showing his son how to how to shoot a gun. Correct me if I'm wrong when when uh, Hurley was going on his date, didn't he have like a big thing of mayo that he was pulling off the
1: it, it was a gallon yeah. jug of ranch dressing.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I so I have to imagine that, you know, they shoot the 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 big tub of stuff and hurley's like oh no my right dressing <laughs> <laughs> just like in the background hey
1: i was still working on that <laughs> right like, like across the, the island
2: <laughs> just a single tear falls from hurley's face
1: <laughs> i <don't know. laughs>
0: uh but yeah lock, lock is just straight up like i know that i'm not gonna be able to stop michael from from going after walt i mean it's his son mm-hmm. it's people have done crazier things on this island so Mm -hmm, far mm -hmm. so he's like well i guess i might as well show the guy how to at least shoot a gun so he at least has some sort of a chance when
1: he does whatever it is he's gonna do right at least i can stop him from shooting off his own toe right talking about opie like like i was (laughs) yeah uh classic john locke dad vibes i was like (laughs) You replace this with Andy Griffith and Ron Howard. And this is <laughs> learning how to shoot the BB gun. Like, man, except it's a rifle. Well,
0: Andy, look what I found on the beach. It's a smoke monster.
1: <laughs> um, cut to the hike. Uh, the Charlie and Echo, are they've left the beach. They're on the hike. <laughs> Charlie's like, yeah, this tree here, ten minutes from yeah, camp, this is where I found it. Yeah, <laughs> <sure>. I <Like, laughs> go back to the beach now. <laughs> and Echo's like, obviously this isn't it. Why are you so full of shit? Like But here's the thing, and uh, I'll talk I'll I'll talk about this a little bit later. But like Charlie is a drug addict. One of the things that yeah. drug addicts are very good at doing, uh or that any addicts are doing, uh satisfying their addiction and lying. Those are the two things totally. they're very good at. Yeah. Um, or, or at least they, go, at least they reach to him. Maybe not necessarily good at them, but like that's right. what they're there for.
2: Which, like, every lie that Charlie has told to this point is like as plausible the lie as as you want to give in that situation. Mm-hmm. the The statuette is it's closed up. How is I supposed to know hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, like well, it's, that's a good point, That's not bad. it's not bad.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Like, <laughs> like,
2: and 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 I don't mean to just judge
0: a book by its cover, but you know, Hurley's a big guy, right? Mm. You, you look at Hurley and you're like, you know, after you talk to him for, for a minute or two, you're like, ah, I might be able to pull one over on old Hurley. He's, he's just a kind soul. You know, he's 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 looking for the, the best in people. So I could probably lie to his big, beautiful face. Uh, what the fuck about Mr. Echo's appearance makes you think you're going to be <laughs> able to pull one over on him? Right. Show him where the plane is, my guy. <laughs> Otherwise, he is going to knock the goddamn
1: dust off of you. Yeah. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. They argue, and and but during this argument, Echo sees the smoke monster in yeah. the trees. It's I mean, I, I kind of forgot that they did show the smoke monster on screen uh, in the first half. I I remember seeing it a bunch in the second half of the show, but like I was like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. And so just this like little wisp, like this little almost like fucking pokemon-esque size smoke (laughs) wisp like (laughs) moving through the trees back
2: there spoiler alert it's coughing is the
1: smoke monster
0: oh no is that what Jin was signaling to on the beach he was like don't go in the (laughs) fucking jungle there's a smoke monster i saw it i
1: saw it right there (laughs)
0: yeah flashback to
1: uh echo going to see his brother Mm -hmm. uh cut to the the yemi's yemi's church um, out in front, there's a woman selling uh, the Virgin Mary statues, um, trying to raise money to get polio vaccines. Uh, he goes, uh, Echo goes into the church and and sees his brother. For I mean, I gotta assume that they've seen each other. This can't be the first time he's seen him since he's right. <laughs> he a little he, kid, right? He, right?
0: Yeah, he says it's the first time he's seen him in three years. Yeah, okay. So, so. Um, and they they recognize each other. There's there's clearly a, a you know some sort of brotherly exchange that's going on there. Like, we've we've seen each other. We know we've kind of gone down
1: different life paths, but we're still brothers. Right. And there's, um a, a, the the conversation is an extension of the drug deal. It's like, we find out that Yemi, his brother, uh, since he didn't end up killing somebody as a child, became a priest. Yeah, those are the options.
0: Uh, and Mr. Echo's like, hey, bro, I want you to help me. And uh, his brother's like, mm, nope. Here's the thing.
1: Did Echo actually think he was going to say yes?
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> like,
0: Mr. Echo seems like the life path that he has sort of embarked upon, he, he tends to get what he wants. That's I get true. that feeling.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, and you got to ask, you know? Well, I, I mean, yeah. Because who knows? That's fair. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like sitting after he kills that drug dealer in the last scene. He's just thinking, of himself. he's like, all right, well, you and aid. Well, oh, Yemi's yeah, a priest. I haven't seen him in a few years, but like, I could ask. I mean, what, what's the worst you can say? No, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I. Why did they cut that scene? Off? <laughs> right. Just yeah, like him and the two other dr- like gangsters, just like. Hey, Isn't your brother a priest? Oh shit! I totally forgot about that. Oh like, yeah. Oh man. They're, I, they're I, all
0: sharing a banana split.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut to the beach. Sawyer and Kate. Um, so, uh, yeah, we cut to a scene that we 100% could have not had. Um, yeah. Talk about cutting cutting some split ends. We could have just cut this scene. Hey-o. This is This is here to – got to be to satisfy the audience as to why Sawyer's hair stays the same length. Because mm-hmm. Kate, uh, Kate's, Kate's doing hair on the side. Um, yeah, like you do. You know what? I, I was uh, – before we got on
2: i was watching the episode again with the commentary on and they addressed this scene Mm. oh what do they say (laughs) apparently josh holloway had you know he was grousing about like you know i don't like the hair it's too long it's getting all in the way it's rough and it gets everywhere um (laughs) and so either damon or carlton or some combination of the two are like well let's address it on the show we'll just Have you getting a haircut? So that's why his hair is is shorter, like
1: because the actor wanted it.
0: Actually, shorter? No, absolutely not. No, we're We're still going to be mid length. Yeah, Yeah.
1: we're going to take off like a quarter inch. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's shorter now, Josh. Shut the fuck up and read the lines.
0: (laughs) I mean, we could we could just not have hair and makeup trim it, and you can just have fucking split ends for the next six
1: seasons. (laughs) It's fine, cousin. It looking dork. Uh, uh, everybody loves sawyer now is what kate says Uh,
2: whatever (laughs) whatever i'm over it (laughs) who gives a fuck um i this is the thing that gets me about uh, following the podcast in like non-sequential order is (laughs) Mm -hmm. just the the whirlwind of feelings that people have about Sawyer over the oh, course yeah. of time. It's so yeah. difficult to keep track of.
1: Yeah. There's no reason. She doesn't say, oh, everybody loves you now because you did X, Y, Z. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Okay. Is, right. We know it's after he got shot. We, we yeah, knew previously time? that he got shot. <laughs> well, yeah. Does, does
1: everybody love him after he gets shot every time he gets shot and then he does something to fuck it up?
0: <laughs> it's every other. Every other time. <laughs>
1: he he's been shot like four times, right? Um, <laughs> Sawyer's and, like
2: he's the fifty cent of the Lost <laughs> Island. <laughs>
1: uh. Uh, oh. okay. And here's here, I want the, the last thing I want to say about this scene. Um, uh, uh Bullpucky is the dumbest thing to come out of a person's m- mouth. Who their catchphrase is "son of a bitch." Everybody likes you now, <laughs> Bullpucky. What? Yeah. That's the only yeah. time in your life you've ever said that, Sawyer. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I believe
2: that he's said it numerous times because Southern. Okay. that doesn't change that it's a stupid <laughs> phrase. Sorry, that's, whole that's Southern the thing. region of the United States.
0: Is that. Before the island, Sawyer had all these catchphrases that he tried saying, and and nobody liked them. And now he's retrying all that material right. on the island. He's like, "bull, bullpucky." <laughs> bull <start>. <laughs> yeah, this is. I'm so southern, and I will have
1: all these platitudes. Um, oh, actually, I have one other thing I want to say about this scene. Um, Michael Michael offers to switch hatch duty with K, which puts him in place for later. But um. It, and this goes to my comment about, or your comment about R- 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 Sawyer liking, being liked, whatever. Like, Sawyer's obviously uncomfortable with the idea of being liked. And you can see, at least I could tell, I could see it in his eyes. I was like, now that he knows that people are on his side, he is going to do something to become the bad guy again. Because that mm-hmm. that's part of his damage, his whatever. Like, Sawyer needs to be the bad guy for himself. And so that's going to be something we see later. I also have a little bit of a problem with this um,
0: because Michael's like, hey, can I take your shift? <laughs> one, that's already a little suspicious just in general. No one ever takes a shift because oh, I need something to do. Go help gin fish. OK, <laughs> like go help gather firewood if you're looking for something to do. Second of all, people would be begging to take hat shifts. Oh, I could be out on this beach cold and sandy or
1: indoors. Like,
0: yeah, everyone
1: would want a hat shift. Uh, Cut to the hike. Back to the hike. Um, uh, Charlie's, like, in mid-defense of his lie about the statue. Um, Yeah. Just, you know, doing everything he can to try to keep people on his side. Um, And they find a parachute and a corpse.
0: Uh yeah and in the the show is straight up like I I wrote oh well his brother's dead oh it's not his brother little misdirect there nice yeah. nice
1: uh the, the the body's got a gold tooth
2: it's Joe Pesci from Home Alone <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's-> <laughs> Char- Charlie asked him do you know this guy and uh and Echo's just he saved my life and I was like and it's like what uh
0: cut back to flashback
1: yep uh echo barges into yemi's church and forces him to sign uh some papers ordaining him and his buddies as uh, like official priests. Uh it's a real quick scene basically like uh echo forces him into doing he's like if, if you don't do this like I'm not going to do anything my friends are going to burn your church to the ground.
0: in in the grand
1: scheme of things that I am asking you to do this is a really
0: small ask.
1: Right. Well and yeah you know, yeah it's like he, he's like it's just your it's just your name on a piece of paper. Um it's like, and then, and then Yemi's like yeah well he, he's he's like you're right the, my signature doesn't make you a, you a priest you're a, a bad dude Echo, Echo could have got out of the scene without like he was already being enough of a dick like but well, then, then as he's walking away he buy, he buys the statues and he gives him the money and he says I guess we're both sinners now it's like you didn't have to say that like well, but but also based on the fact
0: that he he uh, more or less assumes his brother's role later, Couldn't he have just faked the signature? (laughs) You know, like, do they have a handwriting expert check for specifically his brother's signature? I don't know.
1: Cut back to the hike. Uh, Charlie's lost. Uh, They're all lost. That's
0: the end of the podcast, everyone. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Well, see you later. He 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 does say, "Well, I it was dark. I was following Saeed, and I likely had a concussion. So, like, give me a break." And that's like the first honest thing that Charlie's really said this episode. It's like, yeah, all right. Well, you're not wrong. Echo makes him climb a tree. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: When Mister Echo tells you to climb a tree, your response is yes, sir. Yeah.
2: How high? Exactly. I I would legit watch a show. About Mr. Echo making people do things that they kind of don't really want to do.
0: It's it's that uh, what's that Stone Cold show where he just like yells at people to go like run up dirt hills and stuff and and uh, like yeah, lift yeah, tires yeah. It's just like Mr. Most, Echo barking out orders.
2: Like innocuous stuff, you know, but just like climb that tree, do a push up. <laughs> go it's steal like- that kid's ice cream
1: cone.
0: No, it's like it's like the scared straight, but it's yeah. just Mr. Echo just barking out <laughs> orders at kids.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, just FYI, JP, that's your second Stone Cold reference uh, for the episode. You only get one more. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> while at Charlie's in the tree, um, we see the smoke monster in its full glory. Like not yeah. just a wisp, not just a little a noise in the trees. This thing comes out and holy (laughs) fuck it is huge
0: once you realize it's uh it has some sentience to it in the fact that it stops right in front of mr echo it's not just oh it's a it's a xenomorph and all it does is kill like this Mm. thing has a mind and it gets in mr echo's face and they exchange some sort of something that makes it 10 times more menacing the Mm -hmm. fact that it can think
1: right like the size the size and the noise alone it's like like and uh, we talked about this before about how you know they did it in the pilot they do it in jaws like the less you see of a thing the scarier it can be but then this is the finally where we've heard it a lot we've heard it a lot the sound is no longer as scary as it once was now we see it and yes you should be scared and then, yeah, the behavior of it is something that's only transferred now that we've got a visual reference. And, yeah, like it comes in facing down. We get that cool shot. Uh, and the, the VFX, whatever, are kind of whatever. But, like, <laughs> the, the camera moves through the smoke monster. and You can still see echo yeah. on the other side yeah, of it. Yeah, and there's, yeah, like, yeah. some sort of lightning or something inside this thing, this, this cloud. And it's just like... I, mean, I also
0: love the the shot of the smoke monster going up to his face cuz it's very much like Sam Raimi Evil Dead right. sort of like Totally. It's yeah. so good. Uh also the smoke monster sounded like my stomach after I have Del Taco. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh now for our sponsor break Del Taco, Del Taco. and cigarettes. <laughs>
1: uh Charlie jumps out of the tree, and he's just like, what the fuck? That was wild. Uh, and Echo's like, I'm not afraid. I don't give a shit. Oh, that, that's the thing. He's like,
0: I wasn't scared. Also, he's like, yeah, yeah whatever, monster. Keep taking me to the goddamn yeah. plane.
1: <laughs> don't lose sight here,
0: Charlie. Yeah. Singular get focus. Focus. I, I don't want you to get so distracted by things like trees or smoke <laughs> monsters.
2: Supernatural monsters. Not interested. <laughs> Show me the plane. <laughs>
0: Uh, and, and Charlie, Charlie tells him, uh, oh yeah, I could see it from on top of the tree. It's oh. one kilometer away, <coughs> which you're not seeing a kilometer in the jungle. I'm sorry. Uh, he climbed a tree.
1: He wasn't even in the, the tallest whole tree. tree. Right. <laughs>
0: the only way you're seeing a kilometer is if you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's three. <laughs> Thank you. Thank All you. All right. Moving how,
2: on. How, like real talk, you guys, I have not been off the continent how far is a kilometer? <laughs> six tenths of a
1: mile. What? So, sub question. I'm going I'm a piggyback on Mike's question here. Uh, if you were in a tree, could you, and yet you could you be able to tell six tenths of a mile? Like by like, what would you? How do you use that as a reference
2: from the ground? I could maybe eyeball half a mile because I just imagine freeway exits. So there you When, go. You're, yeah. when you're gauging for distance,
0: like. You have your pace count, right? So you know roughly what your pace is over different types of terrain. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, totally. And like, you count left foot, right foot, or yep, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And then that's how you figure how far you have gone. You keep track of that. Uh, for gauging distance, you typically need to know the known size of an object. So vehicles, humans, doorways, uh, things like that. So just saying, oh, that tree looks like it's about a kilometer away. No, sorry. That's not how that works. <laughs>
1: That that tree is about a third of how far away I normally run every uh, Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday.
0: Man, that tree's real far away. That's the end of that
1: thought. <laughs> right. I, I, I saw the plane. Uh it's over there. That's what these lines should have be. been.
0: <laughs> yeah, like
1: unless it's he over knows over are a little ways away still.
0: Right, unless he knows how big that
1: plane is, like to scale. He's nah, I don't know, a kilometer? Nah. Hatch time. Uh, we cut to Michael, <laughs> stalking around the hatch, making sure he's alone. Sits down at the computer, pops open an incognito tab. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the Pornhub theme <laughs> Pornhatch. <laughs> He's uh, trying to fire up a chat room with the with the, hopefully Walt
2: with hot singles in your area.
0: <laughs> no, chatting with living waltz in your in your zip code. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: your live son is still nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Click here. Hey, you up? <laughs>
2: uh.
0: Yeah, so he he first of all, he also sits down at the computer and instead of just like hitting enter a couple of times, the first shot we get and the first like clackety clacks are multiple letters like he's trying to log in on a blank screen. <laughs> like All right, well, what?
1: Whatever. All this computer hacking is hard. I think I'll order a tab. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: um and yeah, so he starts,
1: uh, he starts chatting with Walt dude.
2: and, um,
1: and that's basically what uh, it is too. You up. Yeah. Uh, but I can't talk long.
2: <laughs> yeah. Shades of ICQ. Oh. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. And then it's, that's, we, we don't see the remainder of a message. It's you need to, and it's mm. like. A c word, and then that's
1: about it. Yeah. And then yeah, then Super Doc walks in, and uh, I forgot Jack was in this show. <laughs> uh, and he just he reassures Michael like, and this is Jack's only scene. Uh, just he's like, hey man, yeah we we haven't forgot about Walt. As soon as we um, stop fucking around with other island stuff, we'll, we'll go get him. Like yeah, kidnap son is it's on the list of things to do. <laughs> Easily top five top five t things we have to do uh
0: you know everyone's taking these hatch shifts but jack's just sort of roaming free he
1: gets to do whatever he wants yeah like it's like him and lock are like co-hatch supervisors just like eyeballing everybody yeah And, and like michael's like oh hurley's supposed to be here but i guess he's late like if hurley was not late like what if like they were at the beach hurley and michael were at the beach earlier yeah. And Michael's like, all right, I'm going to go do Kate's shift. And Hurley's like, oh, it's my shift, too. I'll walk with you. Like, how did he get away from Hurley? Where's Hurley? Like, Hurley's, Hurley's morning loss at the ranch jar, I guess. My ranch! Uh, come back to the hike. Uh, they've, they've, they've reached the plane. They find the plane. Yeah. And then it cuts quickly away to a flashback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Like you said, there's a lot of, of
0: very quick back and forth. But it, it, I feel like it didn't feel very jarring. Like, no. it, it felt like it worked very yeah. well and i, I yeah. don't know why
1: yeah unlike other episodes where they've had a lot of quick cuts that have been disorienting these weren't necessarily so like i just i had it in my notes that that was that was the next thing that the next scene we saw that them getting to the plane but yeah so with the, the flashback they're on this airstrip um and they're uh, loading up the uh we now uh, assume heroin filled virgin mary statues into the plane mm-hmm. uh, a, a van starts driving toward them they they're uh Echo's buddies are ready to blast it, but he's like, "Wait, wait, no, no, hold on." Oh, and then it, it turns out it's Yemi, uh, Yemi, uh, and he's there to try and get Echo to not. do He's like, "Come on, don't, don't do this, man. Like, you, are you know, mm-hmm. better than this." It's like, "Well, is he?" And then uh, the goon squad shows up, and they must they 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 were like right behind. Him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the military. The military arrives, and um, they 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 start exchanging gunfire, and Yemi gets caught. In the in crossfire and, and gets shot.
0: I I had to watch this scene
1: twice
0: um, because it it was a little strange at first because I was like uh, his brother gets shot and then he loads him into the plane because he's like all right well I'm gonna take him with me I'm gonna try and try and save him mm-hmm. but then the other guy like pushes Echo out and he's like ah screw you and I was like wait why is he taking the brother and it. It was more like Echo was trying to push his brother into the plane. And the other guy was just like, I just want to close the door. I want this guy cleared out. Yeah. You stay because this is your fault. Right.
1: Yeah, like I have here in my notes, it's like his buddy betrays him, but I don't even know if it would go, it, it goes as far as betrayal as much as, yeah, what you just said. It's like, the plane's leaving now. It's, you, the, you fucked up and we don't have time. Survival, baby. Baby. <laughs> uh, uh, also, I'm sorry. This is
0: going to be JP complains about firearms for a second. Is dang. that plane armor plated? Because <laughs> 7.62 by 39 wouldn't even slow down going through a plane. In fact, it might speed up somehow. Uh that's not how bullets work and they were ping 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 ping, bouncing off that plane i was like yeah i I mean
2: so it it was a missionary's plane you know who's got money the catholic church (laughs) oh that's right it's a diamond encrusted plane my bad
1: (laughs) yeah the inside's all gilded and covered (laughs) made of platinum (laughs) i mean yeah gilded platinum I've been, I've been <laughs> skydiving, and, like, I've, I've been in a plane basically that size. And, yeah, the, the walls are made of pff, essentially tinfoil. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fucking papier-mâché and hydraulics. We cut back to present time, and yeah. there's this, you know, we in the flashback, we just saw Mr. Echo at the door of the plane, and now we see Mr. Echo at the door of the same plane just mm-hmm. in a later date. And, you know, within the span of a few seconds, we see the same blood print uh on the door from where Mm -hmm. you know he was his brother's blood was on his hands and he tried getting
1: in really emotional scene yeah and and ottawa is he's such a good actor i've I've absolutely very good i've absolutely loved him in everything i've seen him in there are actors who who can cry on command there are actors who uh, do a really good job of uh, crying on command who make it unbelievable um Mm -hmm. that it's like oh this person's crying and crying is a skill they have um like Adalai, he he cries here, and but it's without tears. It's so, some of the most believable television crying I've ever seen, uh, out of out of an uh, like a, a, a person who cries without tears. Because there are a lot of actors who can who can cry, but then they don't have they don't tear up, you know, whatever. And yeah, like
0: Jennifer Connelly in Blood Diamond, where they had to CGI the tears onto her. Anyways, geez. sorry, <laughs> but but like, wait, is that real? I don't yeah, think I knew
2: yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But, yeah, but like it's not just like the 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 drool and the and the, uh, the everything like the total loss of composure but like his sale of his crying of his of his keening here is just like uh, yeah, yeah. You, you believe
0: it it's it's yeah. I'm not watching like an actor i'm I'm truly watching like Mr. Yeah. Echo come out through Ottawa and Right, and like, I'm. I
1: feel for this person, and I. I don't want them to feel that way anymore. If you don't, if you think that the only way you can do convincing crying is to somehow tear up, like that's not true, because this yeah. was convincing crying and it was super just, good. Yeah, so super, good. super good.
0: And Charlie walks in, like, oh, this is because, to Charlie's point of view. They just go to this plane, and now he's hugging a corpse and crying over it, like, hey,
2: bud, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> right. I have questions at this point.
1: You know uh, a, a, a two dead priests, and that's more dead priests than most people know. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're a priest, and hey, did I tell you the joke about the two dead priests? Anyways. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, my soon.
1: set. Yeah. Uh, cuts back to the flashback, that um, the military... Uh, doesn't arrest Echo, they believe that he's a priest. Um and so uh, with his death Yemi did actually save him. Um yeah. because mm-hmm. there was a priest at this airfield and apparently to the military the Echo and th- you gotta imagine this is a crossroads for the character of Echo. Like uh check his signature <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, where's your papers, huh? Cut back to the plane. <laughs> yep. Uh the Echo pulls a fuel line and they burn this plane. Um, Handsome statues. I hear like, this is for the one I broke. I'm sorry, I broke your heroin statue.
0: Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because it's like I'm not going to be your dad. I'm not going to make your decisions for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You, if you want to be a better person, you got to do it. So here's here's enough rope to hang yourself with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the beach. The tailies are settling in. Jin um, gives Ana Lucia fish. There's all these little tender moments like. Uh, yeah, Anna Lucia and, and Son and Jin and Hurley and that dead lady. And, Libby. Uh, Libby, played by yeah. Cynthia
1: Watrous, who is also in Titus. Uh. <laughs> in What Is? Titus. It's a sitcom on Fox that oh. went for three seasons. Uh, no. Chris Titus. Did it go for Mike, three seasons? It was so up. good. It was like.
2: <laughs> no, I, I'm old enough to remember Titus.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, So, yeah, we have these tender moments uh auto lucia gin uh son the fish uh hurley libby building a tent um <laughs> claire, terrible tent by the way yes not great um but then we, we get to claire claire has put charlie's shit out of the front lawn
0: well okay hold on can we can we back up real quick sure uh sawyer and kate and jack has this oh like, i have to give you your pills today sawyer and kate's like <laughs> oh doctor uh and it made me want to barf that,
1: that, yeah it was like the the gin and Anlucia scene i was like okay i still hate Anlucia, but we've only seen a little bit out of her right um, i love Jin and son so i'll look at the two of them doing whatever Um, Right. Then it cuts to Libby and Hurley. I was like, I love Hurley. I love Libby. Uh, That is a shitty tent. And then yeah, it cuts to this other scene. I was like, (laughs) I hate the three of you. (laughs) Uh, And then yeah, Claire's Claire's throwing
0: all Charlie's shit on the lawn. (laughs) on the beach
1: (laughs) why is he with so much shit like i buy the guitar (laughs) but he's got like a carry-on and like a whole luggage like but and and rightfully so she's like i don't Uh, want you around my baby if you're gonna be a fucking junkie right you've already admitted to me that you're a drug addict you've been lying to me about hoarding drugs um i'm a i'm a single mother i can't (laughs) look anywhere deserted island or not you can't be around yeah that's a good boundary
2: to draw yeah. Uh
0: but I I do want that scene to go on a little bit more um where Claire's like I can't have you around my baby. Dot dot dot. And she's like I'm going to take my baby around Kate. Oh wait, no, she's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh by Anna Lucia. Nope, she's a murderer. Murder. Uh near Jin. No, he's an enforcer. Mm-hmm. Uh near Said. No, he's a war criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh Dear Sawyer. No, yeah, he's a, he's a criminal. Yeah. Oh shit. There's not a lot of good people to have
1: my
2: baby around here. <laughs> like you can just pal around with Neil Frogert.
0: <laughs> Frogert!
1: I can't wait to talk about Frogert. Uh, uh, have you met Frogert yet? I don't think so. I think the only time we really get to talk to Frogert is like season five. He is something Ethan. else. <laughs> All
0: right, Mike, we'll have you back for a Frogert episode. episode. The Frogert episode.
1: centric <laughs> episode. For, uh, for the final cut to it's nighttime in the jungle charles has uh got himself a stash of like a pound of <laughs> oh man so <laughs> much charles. Drugs. wait did you say charles i did <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh, oh, and, the, and and here's the thing this episode um we can we'll we'll wrap it up here uh, and get into the end of the episode segments um Uh, And we're going to kick it off uh, right off the top with uh, did we like it wasn't good I just want to say up front I really like this episode I really like echo I thought it was a lot of fun I thought it was fun uh, to follow entertaining all that stuff pretty weak cliffhanger that last scene of Charlie and all the heroin I was like oh okay I don't whatever I can like if if this is 2006 I'm like yeah I can wait till next week. (laughs) With the order we've done this podcast
0: and we've gotten a lot of Charlie for the last couple of episodes mm. and I'm really
1: getting burnt out on his bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah, so so did we like it? Wasn't good. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
2: Yes. Uh, like I said, this is the first episode of Lost that I've watched in years mm-hmm. and I kind of want to go back and like over the course of who knows how long I, I think I'll at least rewatch season two. Mm hmm. Um, cuz it covers a lot of you know a lot of my favorite characters yeah. in some some nice depth but yeah i, I really enjoyed it i all, I would watch Mr Echo traipsing through the forest with just about anybody carving sticks building
1: churches doing yeah. whatever <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> shooting old dudes yeah uh jp what do you say yeah it was
0: great uh all
1: more more
0: mr echo all day every day a little less charlie a little less sawyer and kate uh and it would be like
1: Top tier material. Uh, yeah, I think we got a consensus here. This is this is just a good episode. I think it's yeah. just it's just good. <laughs> yeah, very very good. Uh, Lost MVPs. Yeah, let's do some MVPs. Uh, Lost MVP is our favorite character of the episode. Just this forty-five minutes. No memories. No context. No anything else. Just this episode. Just the twenty-third Psalm. Who was the MVP? Mike kick us I mean, it's off. It's got to be Echo. <laughs>
2: it's
1: got to be Echo. I mean. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that pick
0: it's a great pick
2: it's a good like I guess uh picture of like who this character is especially for it to be the first uh the first echocentric episode you know like seeing him from a kid to yeah. becoming who he is when he got on the plane or like you know when the plane crashed um it it paints a very like it paints the kind of picture that like I'm hooked you know like mm-hmm. I, I want to know more about this guy like tell me yeah. more about post-shootout uh, on the airstrip. Mm-hmm. Like, what what happened in between then and the next time we know that he got on a plane? Absolutely.
1: Adam, uh, MVP. S- yeah, same uh sometimes, uh sometimes you you, you find a, a nugget uh, or a character or something that isn't the main character of the episode. <laughs> Echo is so interesting. He's so compelling. Everything he did and every moment, I just, I, give me more, give me more, show me yeah. more. Yep. There, there's redemption there's tragic beginnings there's the uh, almost a calm sort of twilight part of echo's life here on the island like yeah
0: uh, oh, but it's still, there's like a catharsis there's like a there's all this like redemption like, like there's there's a there's, lot in one episode there's so good. much yeah uh yeah jp uh goldie uh, played by uh, Ronald Reeves, who is one of uh, Echo's two goon buddies. Um, he's he's the one with the gold tooth. Uh, specifically, no. <laughs> and I'm going to drop this into the chat for you guys. So Ronald Reeves was like, hey, if I'm going to be on screen and I'm going to be loading drugs, I'm going to make sure that I make it into the uh, the July centerfold issue of Drug Runner Magazine because my man has a power stance. You should be able to find that image in Google Drive now, gentlemen. Uh, look at the form. My man's been doing his squats, and he's like, oh, I could load all of this like a normal human, but ladies, fellas, That's check a- out what I'm packing. Absolute wagon. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I believe he has to have a CDL for that absolute dump truck of an ass.
1: Yeah, check out check out our Instagram, folks, for this uh, for this screen grab because holy hell, he's got like a Christopher Maloney ass, and I'm digging it. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so like that makes sense for for a lost MVP. Um, <laughs> this is like like the inspiration
2: for the Black Widow pose on the Avengers poster. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh Lost Forever's. Oh man, Lost Forever is our least favorite character, the opposite of this bit. The uh Justice 45 minutes minus your memories, minus your context, minus whatever nonsense they might have gotten into either before or after the 23rd psalm. Uh Mike, who is your Lost Forever? I'm going to punch down on this one. <laughs> it's a
2: character we don't see very much of in this episode. Oh, please be Jack. Please be Jack. Do please be Jack. Does absolutely nothing. Going with Jack, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's so good.
2: It's beautiful. I I guess I have to confess that this isn't completely divorced from my memories of watching the show. Right, that's it. But he, like, he comes (laughs) into the hatch with like big "I'm in charge of everything" energy Mm -hmm. and is of no
1: help. Yeah, (laughs) it's like it's like classic. Season two, Jack throwaway scene. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. uh For some reason, I'm the hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His lame ass reassurance to Michael. Yeah, just like right. yeah. Don't forget. Well, we we all know your son has been kidnapped or stolen or missing or whatever. Like we'll get we'll get him back. Don't worry. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> after mm-hmm. after we you know collect enough mangoes and get water. <laughs> yeah, and, right. You know
2: <laughs> we have to figure out how to collect. Uh, Waterfall, right? Water just, just to yeah. drink forever. Yeah.
0: Don't worry, right after I bang every woman on the island, yeah. Uh, right. the- like,
2: dude, my son is right. out there
1: somewhere. Jack, suck it, suck it, Jack. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Adam, who's your loss forever?
1: Um, it, this kind of feels like a punch down, too. But Charlie, um, who, but here's the thing, and it's like Charlie, Charlie's an addict and he's clean for uh. It doesn't seem like that he's necessarily taken charge of his own sobriety um, yet. I, I know he eventually does. But right now, he's in a bad, bad place. In alcoholic parlance, we call him, uh, he's in sort of a dry drunk phase. It's like he's sober, but he's still behaving like an addict with the lying, with the, the hoarding of the the, the using mm-hmm. of the yeah. heroin as a security blanket. Like he's got, he's still got a lot of growth to do, to to get, to, to truly be... Uh, recovering um and so like it, it's it just it, it well, I wasn't mad at Charlie I was I was sad and I I I'm, I want I wanted to get better and I wish that uh, I'm, I'm I want to see him recognize that so sure. hopefully yeah. maybe the Clary kicking him out will be a, a catalyst for that uh JP what do you think Lost forever uh I'm also going with Jack um Ooh, double jack it's not so much a punch down
0: as it is a middle finger listen <laughs> Michael is Clacking away at an old DOS keyboard, there's no way you don't hear that from a kilometer away, okay? <laughs> like, <clears throat> you could hear that from the International Space Station, and then he comes in like, oh, what are you doing, Michael? <laughs> and, uh nothing. Either he's being a real, you know, a real jerk and and trying to catch Michael in a lie, or he can't hear anything. So,
1: <laughs> Jack, I'm sick <laughs> of it. He can't hear the sound of the keyboard over Saeed still trapped in the crawl space from the last time we saw Saeed underneath the hatch on the, the <laughs> thermal like heating tubes or whatever. All right. Uh, burning questions. Did either of you guys have one? I got one. Mike, go. What do you
2: got? Is I mean, it's kind of asked and answered in the episode, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really feel satisfactory to me. Sure. Is Echo actually a priest? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like after the airstrip, does he go to seminary? Does he? <laughs> does he practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that's good. Because okay, my my dad was a deacon in our church. Like I I've gone to church like my whole life, mm-hmm. yeah. and he will spout off scripture in a way that that wows me. It's like, wait, what? What was what? that reference? I, yeah. hold on let me look that up right well like that's yeah, <laughs> like, off the whole 23rd Psalm at the end
1: yeah like not just the part that everybody knows too like the whole right.
2: thing right oh that's
0: honestly that's not uh, adam give me some odb right now uh
1: give me the mic so i can take it away
0: yeah see it's it's really not that hard and it's just you know what you surround yourself with uh but no i think that's that's a good question yeah, yeah good question. i still
1: like, have this picture up for some reason <laughs> <laughs> of Goldie of Goldie, yeah. yeah. I'm making my phone lock screen gotta <laughs> <laughs> swipe that ass to get into this phone uh, I, I had a, a smallish one and this is a true burning question for me because I can't remember if it does get answered or not but um, the, the plane left from uh, an airstrip in Nigeria and the island is somewhere in the South Pacific question mark there's yep. no way it had enough fuel in it to <laughs> get there so how did the plane get there yeah, he could have. And then still had fuel left over for Echo to set it on fire. <laughs> I uh, mean, we've established
2: yeah. that the plane is basically only as heavy as the heroin <laughs> that it was carrying. so a strong breeze could have carried it to the top (laughs) that's fair no
0: it's a diamond armor plated (laughs) catholic plane so it's probably got all sorts of secret bible fuel um i i did have to look up how long av gas stays flammable because that would have kept me up at night and apparently it'll stay flammable for like over 30
1: years so mike thanks so much for coming on the show Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) pleasure to be had. This is fun. Yeah, like um, we and we specifically uh, talked about having you on for this episode because uh, of this is of the guests we've been sort of interviewing and having on like you were the first person who were like when I asked him, I was like, do you have a favorite character? A lot of people were like, oh, you know, I like yeah. uh, they couldn't really come. come they'd, they'd be like, oh, I remember liking, you know, Burley or I remember like whatever. And like they never. And you were like, yeah, fucking Echo. I like Echo a lot. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're going to have you on for an Echo episode. So hell yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute blast. Hopefully we can have you back again in the future. Yeah, um, where uh, where can people find you? What what
2: uh, anything you want to plug? I just wrapped up. Uh, I, one of the shows I work on is Virgin River on Netflix. Okay. Uh, so when it comes, mm, I don't know if we have a release date for season three, but yeah, Virgin River season three, fantastic.
1: Yeah, very good for you, the audience at home. If you're trying to be lost with us, please check out the next episode. We will be watching season two, episode seven, the other forty eight days which is a personal favorite of mine. Is
0: that the sequel to the Eddie Murphy movie? Yes. Wait, what? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lost on Lost. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm
1: JP. Uh, Do you have any idea what's going on on the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by Adam Busher and J.P.
0: Russell. Recorded on location in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and Los Angeles, California. Our
1: show is hosted at Podbean. Find us there or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks to Danny Schmitz of Lost in a Name for our theme music. Lostpedia and the community of contributors there.
0: Random.org
1: for creating the watch order. Check out our Facebook page, Lost on Lost or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lost on Lost 1. Don't follow those jerks at Lost on Lost 2. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at g- Email.com. If you like what we're getting into here, buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash we are lost on lost.
0: That's K O dash
2: slash we are lost on lost. This was lost on lost. <laughs> now you're lost on lost. It's been lost on lost. Now you're lost on lost. It's just lost on lost. Two guys that don't understand. Well, one's already watched it and the other one hasn't yet.
1: <laughs> well. Well.